0: You're listening to the Townsville Chambercast. Essential information, ideas and news that matters to the business community of Townsville. Ahead of the federal election, Chamber's CEO, Ross McLennan, sits down with the current sitting member for the LMP, Philip Thompson OAM. All of the candidates will be live at our candidates debate breakfast on March 16 at the Ville Resort Casino. Tickets for the debate are now live and can be purchased on our website wwwtownsvillechambercomau forward slash events
1: Thanks Claire and thanks Phil Thompson for joining us here on, uh, on this episode of the the chamber cast. Look, I must admit personally, it's a it's a major thing to put your hand up to run for uh, to federal politics. And uh you know, this time 2022, it, it is a different time to be running for politics. There's there's absolutely no doubt about that. So, Phil, I know you're the incumbent. A lot of people already know a fair bit about you. But yeah, tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell us a little bit why
2: you're doing this. Why you're passionate? Sure, uh, Ross. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. And of course to uh all, all your chamber listeners today and throughout towns and around the country i think this is very important what you're doing uh, is fantastic and uh, you know being the member for herbert for the past three years has been a, an honor and a privilege our community is filled with passionate people who really do want to see the best possible future for our region and it's been amazing to be able to work with them uh, and achieve that through our local advocacy and beating you know more doors down in Canberra. Uh, we've been able to, to achieve some really good things. The establishment of a reinsurance pool, the port channel widening, funding for a youth precinct to get young people off our streets, fund to drive it, $80 million refurbishment for Reef HQ, which has desperately needed uh, you know, a Royal Commission into Defence and Veteran Suicide, and importantly, a new ward at the Towns University Hospital. Each and every one of these initiatives is aimed at improving the quality of life for local people and ensuring we're supporting a better future for our region. Of course, mate, there's hundreds of uh, projects that we funded over the past three years, but we'd be sitting here all day if we went through every one of them. But one of my proudest achievements as the member for Herbert was ensuring that the $195 million that the, the state Labor government rejected in federal funding stayed in Townsville. It wasn't an automatic transfer of funding to other projects, It was something I had to fight bloody hard to ensure that funding stayed local. It was a huge win for every resident in Townsville the day that we got the confirmation that every dollar of that money would stay here. And ultimately, that's why I'm asking the people of Herbert to put their faith and trust in me again. We've achieved a hell of a lot together, and I want to continue to keep kicking goals with our community to deliver a better future for us all.
1: And I know, mate, I, I, I just touching on that point, I guess, the the, the duplication and, and multiple layers of governments, um, it, it is seen as a major issue for business as well, costs of business and people running their businesses. They, they refer to it as red and, and green tape. With 82% of taxation being collected by the federal government, what ideas do you have to, to streamline some of those complexities for business and, and community in, in in the way?
2: That's a good question, mate, and Ross, we know that getting regulation right is critical to business growth. Mum and dad business owners are navigating a sea of regulation imposed of them by governments at all levels, and it's beyond exhausting for those operators who really just want to get on with business, of running their business. As you may know, the federal government announced a deregulation agenda to address this growing issue and ensure tangible action is implemented to ease that burden. Our deregulation agenda is expected to deliver somewhere around the $21 billion uh, in benefits over the next decade. We we want to continue to help uh, build wealth, create jobs, improving living standards, and ensure everyone who has a go can reach their full potential and not be anchored down by onerous government legislation. The first step is to remove duplication. Businesses only want to do the job once, and so they should. To achieve that, we've got to get agencies talking to each other, left hand talking to the right hand, instead of each agency acting in silo and going to the business direct. Uh, we're also changing the laws around product safety and information standards, which we believe will save Australian businesses around $136 million every year. We're doing these things to free businesses from the shackles of overregulation, remove the barriers and get out of the way. Another important initiative is an investment in new technologies to make it easier for industry to seek environmental approvals on major developments and slashing the time it takes for small to medium operators to report when lodging mandatory information. These are practical measures that have far reaching benefits.
1: Yeah, and I know, I mean, we, we're we only doing a, a little short snippet here today, so it's important not to go into to too much detail, but I know we've spoken to your office uh, around payroll tax and, and different uh, taxation that, you know, the state does collect, but then uh, our members are obviously reporting a lot to that to the ATO, so I'm sure at the breakfast we can uh, we can delve into some of those questions uh, in a in a fair bit more. Tax depth. my favourite thing, mate. Yes, get it in. no, <laughs> I, and uh, a lot of our members uh, love a good um, love a good tax question early in the morning. So I'm sure we'll uh, we'll cover that. But you, you did mention the reinsurance pool before, and you know it's one one that we've uh, been working closely with your office and 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 everyone here in North Queensland it is, it is a, a huge issue. Um, you know if if we get the responses out of this reinsurance pool that that have been um, you know announced, um, we're talking you know nearly a quarter of a billion dollars just in Townsville every year. So it, it is massive. That's you know six percent of household spend here going back in our into our local um community and it's it's a massive thing but you know insurance is one thing we we obviously targeted it was one of our pillars uh when i started the chamber a couple of years ago but it's not it's not the only thing phil you you, you mm-hmm. know your your office gets uh, lots of lots of knocks lots of emails um what are other some of the other major inhibitors that that you look at in Northern Australia and and think that, you know, we've got to to have a big go at that over the next uh, uh, federal cycle. Yeah.
2: And, mate, another important question. And I want to thank you and your members at the Chamber and your board and the community uh, for getting behind the reinsurance pool. And it was certainly a remarkable day to stand in the federal parliament, a part of a government that has brought on the reinsurance pool and made it reality. It's something our community has fought for for a very long time. And it is a piece of legislation that will have a tangible benefit for every person in our region. It will mean less money in the pockets of insurance companies uh, who've been gouging the market for far too long and more money in the hands of hardworking locals. I'm passionate about anything that brings down the cost of living for local families and will continue to advocate to see that occur. Childcare costs for working parents are a major inhibitor and something I'll continue to fight, bring down the cost of. Under this current term of government, we have made inroads, major inroads in that space with increased childcare subsidies, impacting 1,740 local families. But as with everything, mate, there's always more to be done. I've also recently written to the Queensland Premier asking her, Labor State Government, to remove stamp duty on insurance premiums the impact of that would be immediate and have significant savings for all towns or families. I'll continue to apply the pressure on the Queensland Labor Government to ensure uh, it does its bit to reduce the cost of living burden on locals, but also make water security. Uh, water security is one of the, the single biggest issues facing North Queensland as and Northern Australia more broadly. And it is Totally unacceptable to me that we have not seen a single drop of water from either stage one or stage two of the Horton Pipeline Project, with the cost and time blowout now taking the project you know, to spend up almost up to half a billion dollars. I think it's pretty clear that the the Labor government can't be trusted to deliver water security for Northern Australia. And mate, I don't say that to get all political, Ross or point score. It's a reality and a statement of fact. A strong north means a strong nation, and to have a strong north, we must go back to nation-building projects that have clear long-term economic value. The coalition support of the Hell's Gate Dam is a no-brainer. The large-scale agricultural development will have long-term benefits for our farmers, our exports, and our industry more broadly. And you know, when you when you're talking inhibitors, I think it's also important to recognise the heavy lifting the resource sector does for our nation, particularly through COVID. I've always been proud to say I back the resource sector. Coal is not a dirty word for me, but we know from past experience that it is for others. I think it's going to be very important to, to get, clear, get a clear picture on that ahead of this election, because a sudden halt to our resource sector would certainly, in my view, be a strong be a, be a major inhibitor to the future of Northern Australia. We must also acknowledge the elephant in the room, that is youth crime. Townsville's reputation has taken a beating, and until we get youth crime under control, that negativity will continue to be a major inhibitor to the growth of our city. I'm doing my darndest, mate, and to do some heavy lifting when I can in the areas of, like the Salvation Armed Drug and Rehabilitation Centre, and the recent funding for a new youth precinct. But ultimately, until legislation changes, we're going to continue to see reputational damage to the city and inhibit its growth.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, look, if that's not a, a good enough interlude to get you up early on the on the 16th of March and come to breakfast and you know have a healthy conversation uh, to the business community and our and our members and, and non-members alike uh, that that come along, um, get to meet you, uh, have an opportunity to uh, to send us in some questions and, and broaden this conversation out. We were trying to make these nice and short in 10 minutes for the quicker runners that going up castle Hill these days. So Ten minutes, <laughs> <you reckon? laughs> well, we, you, maybe you can get two, you there. two candidates, one up, one down, but, um, but Phil, look, thanks heaps for your time coming in. I really appreciate it. I know you I know you've been busy and I know it's been a, a pretty hectic couple of weeks. So I really do appreciate that. And, um, if there's anything you want to list, leave our listeners to, um,
2: before we go, you're, you're more than welcome. I appreciate that. And I might extend the, the, the 10 minute out just a little bit, <laughs> but Ross, once again, thanks for having me, um, but made in my maiden speech in the Australian Parliament, I said that uh, my core values are protecting the Australian way of life, freedom of speech, family and reward for effort. That sentiment could not be more true today. Herbert is, in my view, the best electorate in the nation. It has a heart like no other. The people in our region stand tall at every challenge. Our business community, our friends and families, they're fighters who never give up when the chips are down and always believe in a better tomorrow. That's why I've worked so hard to help deliver the projects and economic drivers that will support our amazing city and the efforts of our people. Water security, affordable electricity, and job creators are critical pieces of the economic puzzle and must be treated as such. Small and medium business are the engine room of our local economy, and I want towns or businesses to have the confidence to take risk, be rewarded, and drive our local economy for years to come. It's why we've introduced major tax reform, supported projects like Copperstring 2.0, and a thrill to see Townsville's regional unemployment lower than before the pandemic at 4.5%, and a national low of 4.2%, the lowest since 2008. You know we've got a lot of a lot to be proud of uh, with our great city, and I, I look forward to discussing that with your members at the the debate in some weeks' time.
1: Good on you, mate. Thanks
2: very much for your time. Thanks for having me. Cheers.
0: 10 minutes is just not long enough and there are so many other things to discuss we can't wait to see the attendees questions and how the candidates respond live on the 16th of march tickets for the debate are now live and can be purchased on our website www.townsellchamber.com.au forward events